for something completely Christmassy. Welcome to Shout Out. Hello and welcome to our last show of the year. Oh no it isn't. (laughs) Oh yes it is. And a very special one it is too. Yes it's the first ever shout out Christmas Panto Cinderbella. Um, I'm Andy Shilton and she's Steffi Barnett and for the next hour it's Panto season right here on Shout Out. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. So, I have to have to admit, having edited the panto, you do you do a very good job of this one. Well, that's very that's kind um, of you. Very kind of you. No. I don't know. I, I, obviously, in the wrong career, should be treading the boards. Should be maybe <laughs> under the boards. I don't know, but uh, something to do with boards. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, welcome <laughs> to a very special um, shout out. Yes. This is the first year we have ever done a Christmas panto. So I don't think we've even thought about it before. But when Martin came forward with a script for us, we, we couldn't resist. So it is a first attempt, and you have to remember we're not actors and actresses. But <gasps> it is. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Other we than had good fun Steph. doing it. We yeah. had good fun doing it. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. So and did we have a nice Christmas, everyone? Absolutely yes, brilliant. Yes. Yeah, very busy. Lots of driving. Um, my car now thinks it's a boot. A boat. A boat. Rain here in the West Country, yes, definitely. Yeah, I did a lot of driving from Christmas Eve and the water just wasn't getting off the road. So a lot of the lanes I was driving in were completely wash and utterly flooded. So the bottom of my car is quite clean now. Wash all the salt off. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, you go back a couple of weeks in the cold, it was all you could do to keep the salt off the girls. It was salt everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. So. And we did a bit of radio as well, didn't we? We did. We had a Christmas, Christmas Day, Day show. show. Yeah. yeah. On BCFM, yeah. it's the home station. I think the station was live all day. Yes, and lots of community radio stations were. I think this year. Yeah. I think well, I think the this sector is... has learned through COVID and everything how to do Remote. programming from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, great. But, and I think this is the first time at Christmas, the one in between Christmas and New Year, we've done live. We often pre-record it with like bits from yeah previous we, we shows. Do a review yeah. of the year, don't we? But I think yeah. this had, year, to, had to be here for Panta. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we've wild our way across town, yes. So, Very much so. But yeah, I, yeah, Very I have a so. feeling we might be doing this again, even if it's just to amuse ourselves, because it was rather good fun. Yeah, <laughs> somehow we got to get the, the sound of the TARDIS involved in next one. I'll have a chat with Martin Absolutely. about that. So, and, and I should say a huge thank you to Martin Spalacy, who uh, wrote... Um, the, the panto you're going to hear, which we have it's coming up uh, in a minute. It's it is called it's called Cinderella, um, and it um, stars quite a few of the shout out crew. Not all of us. Uh, not everyone was available or, or willing to be in it, whichever way it was. Um, and um, but a big thank you because Martin is in it as well, as was my other half, uh, Carl. 
Uh, bless him, when I was playing it back, he was like, don't look at me while it's played. Like, Why? <laughs> just be He's like, don't look at me, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> so am I allowed to look at you two while it's playing? Yes, if you must. <laughs> did anyone have any nice Christmas presents? Do you have any nice Christmas presents? Well, like, the best one of all for me personally was spending the time with my parents, you know, oh, um, and my husband, sweet. sorry. I must miss you out, Carl. <laughs> but it, I, it's always the best bit because, um, you know, I don't see my parents very often, in the, especially in the six months of the winter because they're not in the country. So um, yeah. uh, it's lovely lovely to get together and we and for a chat it's the first time I think they've ever stayed for us for like three nights oh, uh, they usually nice. come up for a weekend stay the night you know mm. in the summer and the like um, that was nice yeah yeah. I went and got me mum on Christmas Eve so we had a Christmas day with her so I brought her over from Clevedon um, so we went to the the coffee shop which was luckily open on Christmas Eve and uh, my son and his other half come down from Swindon just to surprise her so oh, nice. that made her day, yeah. Then we had a Christmas dinner, um, swap presents uh, with her. Then I took her home. Christmas Day was me and you doing a show up to lunchtime. Now to rush over to Swindon to have Christmas dinner with me family. Um, Boxing Day was another family get-together, which is traditional um, with our family. So I was back over to Clevedon for that. Then the next day down to pick is up from Bridgewater. <laughs> And I bet no one so, was traditional left opening their Christmas presents until Boxing Day. No. No. Of course not. No, we didn't either. Couldn't, couldn't wait. We had breakfast and <laughs> then we had them out. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, before we come to Terry, we'll leave what it's like when you got up to just for a little bit. Just oh. because um, I, I don't want us to overrun. So I really sure. want to get the panto no. in. So Let's head, head down to the theatre then. Here it is. Sit back. Uh, get your popcorn. Get your, oh yes it is. <laughs> oh no it isn't on. Um, and have a listen to the shout out panto that is Cinderella. Crystal at Christmas, dear listeners, is a season of joy, merriment and peace to all men and women and boys and girls and all those wonderful variations thereof. Let me paint you a picture of seasonal bliss. As the snow drifts majestically into the cove at St Mary Redcliffe and our cast of our humble pantomime drifts listlessly into the studio from the bar of the spotted reindeer, it's time once again to take you on a magical flight of fancy where carol singers praise the Lord in angelic song. Andy, I thought I told you she's not called carol singers anymore. Her third huh? divorce came through last month. I think she's going by her maiden name now. Carrie Cott. Oh, look, do you, do you want, I'm trying to paint a picture here of, like, festive cheer. Anyway, where was I? we just left the bar of the Spotted Reindeer, which we all know is the Sugarloaf Mountain pub at Rio Degenerate. No, I think you'll find it's pronounced Rio de Janeiro. But you clearly haven't been there on a Friday night. Nevertheless, listeners, Bristol at Yuletide, a season of festive cheer and goodwill to all. Cheeky choir boys sing angelic praise to the great almighty on College Green whilst the footlights light up their feet. Yeah, and the spotlights light up their spots. We take you to a house of Baron Hardon, where excitement runs unchecked throughout the home. Are you sure that isn't excrement runs unchecked? Excrement? What well, makes you think it's excrement? I've read the script, Andy. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. As excitement runs through the home... His daughters prepare for a society occasion of regal splendour as the prince is holding one of his balls. He is famous for his magnificent balls, he is. 
although from what I've heard, he usually gets Dan Deeney to hold them for him. Will you please stop interrupting? Honestly, listeners, they've got the devil in them tonight. Look, too much Christmas spirit, I fancy. Yeah, stop picking on me. What about Steph? She's been at the eggnog all night. I do like a bit of nog of an evening. It's true. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> she nogged so much, all her eggs are scrambled. Oh, honestly, look, you not give me strength. Back at the home of Baron Hardon, an important visitor arrives to make an equally important announcement. Blimey, you do take security seriously around here. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Dandini, escort to the prince himself, I am, and I have a decree. Get over yourself, love. I've got CSE woodwork, but I don't go on about it. No, not a degree, you great hairy knit, a decree. Who are you anyway, my good man? Well, my real name is Buttons, but I've been working on my image recently with that Gok Wan bloke, so I've decided to rebrand and call myself Velcro. Hmm, I'm not sure that'll stick. Tell me. Are there any ladies in this here abode? Why, there are three. Lady Cliftonia, Dame Redcliffina, and poor young Cinderbella. I've got a soft spot for Cinders. I think about her all the time. Do you? And what happens when you think about her? Mm, I'll put it this way, the soft spot doesn't stay soft for very long. I can't be doing with all this. Looky here. I've got a proclamation to convey to all the ladies in the land. I thought you had a a decree. Make your mind up. It's the same thing, you twit. Look, basically, the prince is knocking on a bit and the royal palace has decided it's about time he got himself hitched up. So he's throwing a big ball up at the palace tonight with a view to meeting a potential suitor. Mm, Only a potential one? He's very picky. Here, let me bung you a couple of invites. Give them to the ladies and order them to rock up at the palace tonight in all their finery. Good grief. Right, I'm off. The most made in fleece so fat. Oh, hang on. I think I get it. Here comes Lady Cliftonia now. Buttons, dear. Who was that that was knocking on our very door? It was the Princess Valet, Dandini. Apparently the prince is looking for a suitor. A suitor what? Don't know, but he says old princey is looking to wed the fairest damsel in the land. So I think he's a bit naive coming here. Naive, you say? Why, Buttons, how green was his valet? There will now be a two-minute silence for that last joke. Cliftonia, dear, have you heard? The prince is seeking a potential bride. Oh, happy day. Yes, I know, Redcliffe. You know, Buttons just told me, but how did you know? I was standing next to you the whole time. It's radio, dear. The listeners wouldn't know that. You're breaking the fourth wall. Fourth wall? The only thing we're likely to break round here, dear, is wind. No, dear, it's time we prepared for this evening's extravaganza. We must look our best. Luckily, we've just had those designer dresses delivered that you acquired from that exclusive retailer. What do you mean, the ones I got cheap in St. Nick's Market? Are they labels? We must have labels. Well, it is a recognised pairing. Crooks and Castle, Franklin and Marshall, Mitchell and Ness, Tony and Guy. No, wait, surely. Dolce and Gabbana. No, Benson and Hedges. Mm. But the accessories are by, or what's his name? Louis... Witton? No, dear, Walsh. I don't think this is going to work, dear. Maybe we should dress up as someone famous. That would surely catch the prince's eye. Well, who would you suggest? 
I think we still have those outfits we created for the gangster-themed fancy dress party we went to. Are you seriously suggesting we went ball dressed as Ronnie and Reggie Cray? Well, why not, dear? In fact, we'd be the talk of the town. Why is that? Because we'd be the craze that's sweeping high society. And whilst we give our listeners time to reflect and recover from that last joke, we draw a timely veil on Act One, so we'll play a song and let their ugly sisters get the party started. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Hello again, listeners. We rejoin our little Christmas story back at Baron Hardon's dwellings, where we find Cinderella alone and dejected in the kitchen, having a good old scrub. About bleeding time. You got round to me at last, did you? Have you noticed the name of this panto, matey? Yeah, right. It's Cinderella. Cinder Ruddy Bella, and it's taken to let two for me to get a line. You wait, I'm going to have a word with the writer about this. I'm not being properly serviced by him. It's a disgrace. I'm a professional, you know. Forget all this am-dram nonsense. I'm the talent in this panto, and you know it. I've treaded the boards all over. I have. And let me tell you, I'm used to handling big parts. Mm -hmm. You should see the size of some of the parts I've handled. Plenty to get my lips around. I should go-go. Well, then, would you mind awfully getting on with the story? Eh, cheek, would I mind getting on with this awful story? Why, I order, just make sure I'm serviced properly for the rest of the act. But I promise I'll, I'll do my best. So, anyway, now, where were we? We start Act 2 with poor Cinderella, all alone as she sits amongst the cinders, a rosy glow on her cheeks. I'm renowned for my hot body, but it's the only way to keep warm round here. Oh, woe, he's all alone in the kitchen whilst my selfish sisters suit potential partners. Although, let's be honest, there ain't many folk they'd suit. If only I could go to the ball. Woe, woe, and thrice woe, who will help me in my hour of need? Fear not, dear Cinders, fear not, for I am here to make your dearest wish come true. What, the one with Vigis Alba and a pot of butternut scotch ice cream? No, dear, it's a family show. Pity, but who the heck are you? I am your fairy oddmother. Fairy oddmother? I think that's a typing error on the script. There should be a G added to that last line. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, forgive me. Do you mind if we try that again? Who the heck are you? G, I'm your fairy oddmother. <laughs> you seem very laid back for a fairy. Truth is, I'm a fairly oddmother. Anyway... Shall we get a wiggle on? You want to go to the ball, and if I wave my magic wand, amazing things are going to happen. They always do when I wave it around a bit. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But how can I go to the ball? I've only got these rags and some flip-flops that I stand in. Well, I'll be honest. It's not the best I've ever had to work with, but I'm sure we can manage something. First, take me to your vegetable racks. Hmm. What we got here... 
That pumpkin has seen better days. I'll slap over from Halloween. I'll never know what to do with it. Oh, and those cooking apples. Oh, they're, they're on the turn. They're left over from Harvest Festival. I never know what to do with them. And what about these long, firm cucumbers? Now, that's a different story. I usually uh, just... The next line has been deleted by our lawyers. <laughs> OK, so... Shim, sham, shom, alakazoo. And look, you now have a magnificent coach. All you need is a coachman. Tell me, dear, do you have any pets? No, but there is a squirrel that I've adopted in the garden. He's my secret friend. That's not what I've heard, dear. Why? What have you heard? Just that all the local boys have seen your little tufty. <laughs> anyway... There he is. So, piff, puff, pop, blibbity, bobbity, bonk. And there you have it. An actual coachman. Not perfect, still quite squirrely, but I'm sure he'll pass muster. As long as he stops playing with his nuts. But I still need something to wear. OK. One last spell. <clears throat> Bing, bang, bonk, abaral, cadabra. <laughs> That'll have to do. A crop top and a leopard skin tutu? Seriously, I look across between Pet Butcher and Scary Spice. And look, you've turned me flip-flops into glass. What's that all about? No idea. But we could market them as a new high street fashion craze. You think? What'll I call them? Clip-clops. <laughs> now, be off with you. You mustn't dilly-dally, for the spell will run out at exactly 12am tonight. It's ten past nine now, that's a bit tight. <laughs> that's why they call it Greenwich Mean Time. And with that, Cinderella did go to the ball after all, and a grand affair it was too. My lords, ladies and gentlemen, may I present the distinguished Lord and Lady Cart and their son, Orson. The Dutch Archduke Van Rental and his son Hertz. The rather dubious Japanese priest Cardinal Sin. And the notorious French philosopher on reflection. Oh, and this troll appears Cinderella. <laughs> Dearie me, this place is a carbuncle. Tell me, who is that magnificent creature, Dandini? Your Majesty, she's a last minute arrival who calls herself Cinderella. She appears to be one of the most graceful and coveted dancers at the ball tonight. Would you like the pleasure, sir? Uh, no, I think I'll just have a dance with her for the time being. Uh, please, introduce me uh, at once. Certainly, sir. Cinderella, may I offer you the hand of the prince? Why, what's wrong with the rest of him? Enchanted. Uh, you're such a wag. It's so nice to meet someone new at these functions, what, what? I didn't say anything. So, what's it like being a prince? Oh, it's okay, I suppose. Uh, but the, the truth is my heart isn't in it. I'd rather retire and bake posh biscuits. Uh, one day I'll give this all up and become a true artist in the kitchen. Then you'll be the artist formerly known as Prince. Uh, well, I, I do have many titles. I'm the heir apparent. There's not too many of us left, which is why I must wed. You mean... Uh, yes, we have a receding airline. I am also the Duchy of Cornwall, you know. Uh, are you enjoying this dance, my dear? I am, but Dandini told me that I should never go to your right whilst we're dancing as it's considered bad form. Why is that? Uh, 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 protocol, my dear. You should always pass the Duchy from the left-hand side. 
And with that truly appalling gag, we really ought to let the listeners recover with some appropriate music, and I guess musical youth would seem rather fitting at this juncture. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, the lovely Papini sisters and uh, Winter Wonderland. Yes. And uh, in case you didn't know it, the, the previous song was uh, Shelley Bassey to get the party started. And that is Steph. Yeah, singing along. That's. <laughs> As we all are at this time of year, to all the various songs. Are we enjoying the panto so far? <laughs> yes. Just yes, about sure like giggling in the corner there, <laughs> Miss Barnett. It's, it was. It's, it's very hilarious, and I wish I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway, um, Mr. S. Not me, as in you, Mr. Scott. The other Mr. S. Mr. Yes. S. Yeah. Um, can we get some new headlines? Of course. This is Shout Out News on Thursday the 29th of December. A new phone app has been launched by Vodafone's charitable arm to help LGBTQIA plus people report hate crimes. Zotiria takes its name from the Greek goddess of safety and deliverance from harm. QX magazine takes up the story and says Zotiria enables people to report hate crime incidents either against themselves or on behalf of somebody else and access support from LGBTQ plus charities. It also aims to improve the reporting of trends relating to LGBTQ LGBTQ hate crime, and so build a more accurate picture of the issue across the UK. Zoteria is free to download via app stores now. The app was developed by Vodafone employee Marta Lima, based in London. Marta explained that the app was designed to allow not just for better reporting, but also to allow pictures to be built up of the extent of hate crime and its perpetrators, the better to build justice. Many LGBTQIA people are becoming more politically active as the social and economic spheres see increasing levels of activism. This week, the Southwest LGBTQIA plus Twitter feed slammed the government and came out in support of nurses who were taking industrial action. They say on the 18th and 19th of January, nurses will be back out on strike. The government are still refusing to talk about pay. We're upset that it's come to this, but they've been left with no choice. On Christmas Eve, the progressive Christian organisation Ecclesia, which has always supported LGBTQIA plus Christians, reported that Simon Hill, the noted peace activist and spiritual affairs writer, was to be charged for the astonishing crime of being sarcastic. Mr Hill had quipped during a proclamation of the new king, Charles III, who elected him. LGBTQIA plus activists are being urged to support Mr Hill, who once went on a national pilgrimage to apologise for past Christian homophobia. Ecclesia's director, Simon Barrow, said, We fully support our friend and colleague, Mr Hill, in the face of this unnecessary and inappropriate charge. We hope, he said, the court will dismiss it. 
Reuters reports that LGBTQIA and especially transgender activists celebrated outside the Spanish Parliament building after the broad left coalition group passed a law that would allow people to legally change their legal and formal gender without reference to a psychologist or medical intervention. The new law applies to anyone over the age of 14, although parental consent and approval is still required for young persons of between 14 and 16. Perhaps predictably, the right-wing opposition parties criticised the bill, but in the end, the broad left, including Podemos, smaller socialist parties and the centre-left official socialist party, all came together to approve the legal changes by 188 votes to 150 against. The law will now move to the Spanish Senate. In entertainment news, the New Musical Express website and radio channels have reported that Rob Halford, the gay hero lead singer of legendary and groundbreaking heavy metal band Judas Priest, has issued special greetings to heavy metal fans in the Ukraine. Mr Halford issued a message on his social media channel saying, I'm sending you all of my love, all of my strength, all of my power to each and every one of you. I love you so much. Stay strong, stay heavy, stay metal. Oh yeah. Judas Priest, whose albums including 1977's British Steel set the pace for heavy metal music through the 80s and 90s, are to tour Europe with Black Sabbath's Ozzy Osbourne in 2023. And finally, as we move on from the winter solstice, when days are at their shortest in the Northern Hemisphere, the feminist, goddess and earth-centred religious teacher Starhawk, whose practices have inspired many LGBTQIA plus spiritual journeys, has posted her succinct greetings as we head towards the Gregorian New Year on the lengthening days. She says, We have made it through the longest night, and the light is reborn. The wheel turns, the sun rises, the days grow longer again. When I speak of the goddess, I mean this, the promised inherent in the cycles of things, that light and dark come to balance and that from death will come rebirth and all of nature gathers round to celebrate. Meanwhile, Starhawk is interviewed on the current edition of The Witch Wave, a pagan podcast. For these news stories and more, we check uh, we update our website every day. Why don't you check us out at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News this new year, I've been Terry Starr. Shoutout News. National and international LGBT news for you. Right, stay with us. Uh, the third and final part of Cinderella is coming up very, very shortly. You're listening to Shout Out. Shout Out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. We rejoin our U Time tale. The morning after the great ball. Once again, Cinder sits alone in her kitchen and once again, she's scrubbing away dejectedly. I appear to be doing quite a lot of scrubbing in this play. Yeah, well, alas, the, you know, perils are being typecast. But, Ark, look, you're not alone. For long, I believe, comes Buttons. Buttons? Buttons! Oh, sorry, my lady. I must do something about that 
maybe get a zip fastener. I should hope so too. Now tell me, what did my selfish sisters get back from their obnobbing last night? Although knowing them, there wasn't much obbing going on. Oh, I do believe it was the early hours of the morning. Apparently there was some scandalous scandal at the ball around midnight. Ooh, scandalous or sandalous? Stop jumping at the plot. About the only thing, Randy, I do get to jump. Anyway, the girls can impart their usual gossip to you themselves. For here, now they approach. In part? No, love, I said in part. But truth is, they never did have a reliable grasp of reality. Oh, Buttons, my good man, get me a black coffee and put some Alka-Seltzer in my Cocoa Pops. I've got one of my heads on. One of them? Honestly, if you had a choice, why pick that one? Go on with you right away. I do wish you'd pull your finger out. Sorry, ma'am, but I do hate a persistent bogey. Oh, and you, Dame Redcliffina, what may I get you? I'll just have my usual. A mug of stewed tea... And a woodbine. Girls, tell me, ah, was the ball? Scandalous, it were. Proper scandalous. They were all waiting to be presented to the big knobs. Patient and all ladylike. And then about five minutes before we were in line to dance with the prince himself. This floozy dressed like Jungle Jane waltzes in and there after she had him in the palm of her hand all night. My dear, I'm surprised you noticed. From where I was standing, you appeared to be rather busy flirting with her coachman. Oh, he was a strange one, all right. Great hairy yob he was, too. I thought we were rubbing along quite nicely when the minute the great clock chimed midnight, he suddenly scrambles up the nearest tree, clutching a jar of sugared almonds in his mitts. <laughs> what a palaver. Weird. That was when his mistress did a runner, too. I heard that she had completely satisfied 11 male escorts in the great dance, but on the stroke of 12, she was gone. Fancy poor 12 only getting a stroke. Who was he? Hmm, Lord Sugarpuff. Little wonder. Not the most comely gent in the land. He's the reason that Jean Paul needs a lifeguard. Quite. I heard he'd recently sent his photo to a lonely heart club, and they sent it back, saying they weren't that lonely. Blimey, who could that be knocking me up this time of the morning? Do you want me to provide a list? That's quite enough out of you, my girl. Honestly, you're like a comprehensive school during the summer holidays. What do you mean? No No class. class. Ladies, please stop squabbling for it's Standini, who's been sent on a quest to visit every house in the land until he discovers the identity of the mysterious lady at the ball last night. Ooh, quick, show him in right away. Sorry to interrupt your morning ablutions, ladies, but I've been given a very important task to perform by the prince himself. You see, the prince has fallen hopelessly in love with that um, striking young lady at the ball last night. She departed rather quickly, but in her haste to leave, she left behind a glass shoe. Whoever this shoe fits will be wed at once to his majesty. Tell me... Does it have to be an exact fit? It certainly does. Well, if it was an exact fit, it wouldn't have fallen off in the first place, now would it? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll gloss over that small fact, the same as every other pantomime has done for the last uh, few hundred years. Oh, shut your gob and give us the shoe. Is it that exquisite kitten-heeled glass slipper with the silk bow and the tafta laces? No, that's the prince's own shoe. I uh, I tell you, he really isn't the marrying type. Well, what shoe is it then? 
You're not really suggesting that it's that lucky horseshoe hanging around your neck? No, I am not. Honestly, do you think a royal prince with breeding would seriously consider wanting to wed an old nag? Uh, the next line in this panto has been bound by Camilla Parker Bowles' lawyer. Buttons, here, pass this glass flip prop around the girls. Lady Cliftonia, you go first. Blimey, it's a bit small. Mm, there, does that constitute a fit? You're supposed to put your old foot in it, not just the big toe. Here, let me try instead. I'll just slip my delicate foot out from my own shoe. Oh, she's got feet like an hobbit. Oh, dear. That really isn't going to work. I suppose it could be that my little foot has swollen up after all that dancing last night. Listen, lovey, that would be some impressive swelling. And believe me, I'm an expert on these matters. You wouldn't believe some of the impressive swellings I've seen. Shame. It would have been nice for the Hardon family if one of us were married into royalty. Uh, there is, I believe, one more person we can try before I continue my quest. Well, I doubt if the shoe will fit me, but... Go! Raviak, it fits perfectly! He's right, it does. Then it seems, Buttons, you must be the prince's bride-to-be. And so it came to pass that Buttons and the prince were married that same night and lived happily ever after. Hold your horses, mate. I'm not having that. That's not how the story ends. He's supposed to marry me, not him. I haven't even had the chance to try on the shoe. It's a disgrace, this panto. It's a disgrace. I'm going to get straight on the phone to my agent and get restitution. I demand to be restituted. Um, it, it is worth pointing out you don't actually have an agent. Well, I'll hire one. I'm not taking this line down, you know. Yeah, well, that'll be a first. Oh, everyone knows that it should be me that lives happily ever after. I'm the star of this two-bit panto. Oh, it makes me blood boil. I've never been properly understood. I'm not going to be underserviced. Cinders, can you do me a favour? Can you please make, like, another Disney princess? Who? Elsa from Frozen. Oh, how do you mean? Let, Let it go! go. Not ruddy lightly. I've lost any real chance I had to become queen. I always wanted to be a great big queen, I did. <laughs> You're in good company there then, aren't you? Uh, and with that, we leave our little panto for another year, just in time for last orders at the Sugarloaf Mountain Pub. Or is it the last rites? Here, get us one, will you? Um, mine's a small, sweet Nancy's Ruin. What'll Steph have? Oh, the usual. A black sailor. With the top off. <laughs> um, mind those glass flip-flops, by the way, whilst I get around. Uh, you don't want Steph getting hold of that left shoe. She'll be around the old bar again. Um, anyway, uh, make way. Narrator coming through. Cheers, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Well, there you go. First ever panto. That was, that was quite fun. <laughs> that was quite fun. 
Who were the professionals you got in to do that? So, big thank you to Martin Spalacy who wrote it. Absolutely. Um, And you heard the voices of um, Ezra Peregrine, uh, who's not here, but she's listening at the moment, giggling her head off. Um, (laughs) Yourself, Terry, uh, Steph, uh, my other half, Carl. Uh, Martin was in it as well, um, and myself. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Um, Good casting. Um, Even if we say so ourselves. Let us know what you think, and if you like it, perhaps we'll do another one next year. Mm. <laughs> we need Janice of the Beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> pantomime. I haven't seen a pantomime in years. No, there's one yeah, on at the. Um, there's one on in the centre, isn't there? In there is every year. Is it Jack um, of the Beanstalk this year? I think it might be. Yes. Actually, yeah. Well, now we've done so. the radio version. Maybe we should just go straight to stage. You know, straight to the theatre. This is where really, it's at, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're brilliant at it. I mean, let's go for it. <laughs> the stage show, yes. I can, uh, I can so see Ed's loving every minute of that, can't you? Walking on in Act 2, having the right diva moment. How dare you leave me out of Act 1? Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, she didn't have to act much because she's really like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got up with her home every day. <laughs> <laughs> Living with a diva. <laughs> yes. uh, and for those that ask, a woodbine, I believe, is a type of cigar, is it not? It's a no, it's not. It's a cigarette. Yeah. Cigarette. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Woodbines. Yeah. yeah. The woodbines. cheap end, you know, the. The, the, I'm not going to go there. I was just going to mention a district of Bristol where they. Were <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oops, maybe not. Yeah, we, yeah, we might no. have to be driving through there later. DCFM <laughs> <laughs> oh, support vehicle bottles uh, off the road. Yeah, well, it's lucky we got cages on the windows of the BBC support vehicle that come down when we go through those dodgy areas. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So, if, if in case you wonder what a woodbine is, then that's what one is. So yeah. There were a few jokes in there that I, I didn't know what they were till they They're a really old brand, aren't they? That goes back pre war woodbine. I've never heard I of think them. it's probably 19th century, yeah. Yeah. Originally, yeah. My grandfather used to smoke capstan full strength oh. from the age of 14. Wow. Oh, my Lord. dad smoked from about yeah. six. Yeah. Please, please don't smoke. You yeah. have to be eighteen to smoke. He you do, but he rolled people did in the old days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he in the old own. days. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, there was snuff as well, wasn't there? They used my, to my 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 point kit up the nostrils. Yeah. I remember, my grandma used to have them. They didn't have the filters on the end. Senior yeah. service yeah. and players. Right. Oh, there was loads of like yeah. filters then, because no one knew, did they? Back in, I mean, they, they were giving them out free to soldiers in yeah, the Second my, World War. My dad had that when he was in the yeah, just to calm them down. Then they come back addicted. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't cal- to calm them down. It was to stop them from getting bored. It was giving them something to do. You know, it was uh, a calming effect. I could my, give my soldiers dad. something else to do, which wouldn't involve, <laughs> wouldn't involve too much would, addiction. Would it involve buttons or Velcro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pantomime's finished now, Terry. And Ofcom are already knocking on the door. <laughs> the men in the black suits. Oh, they should have seen draft one of it in that case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, that was... That was very, very. Um, I don't want to say close to knuckles. I don't mean close to knuckle, but you know, we're, we're very like 
strict on what we do and don't do on, on you our are show. Broadcasting we? in so. Britain, but uh, you can get away with saying a great deal as long as it's in the filthy mind of the uh, listener or viewer on British television. That's the sort of yeah. yep. seaside postcard humour, isn't it? Yeah. That we have in this country. Yeah. So anyway, I thought I'd bring the scrubbing effect for next time as it's in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> I've got to be going home soon <laughs> <laughs> So of course last show of the year as well it So uh, we will be back um, uh, next week um, And the week after that yes. The Listeners Awards The finals will open yes. Gosh it's going so, fast isn't it already yeah, What have we got on next week's show? Good question. <laughs> we did the interview last night. Um, it's a, um, a couple that we met in Istanbul, um, living in Dubai. And so uh, we zoomed them in from Dubai and interviewed. So it's more of our um, investigation into the clinics um, doing um, trans surgery mm-hmm. in Istanbul. So it's okay. just a follow on from that. Okay. Nice. Next week, mm. next week, fifth of January. You know where to. Well, be. if you have something that you think would be um, of good information to our audience, um, do get in touch. Studio at shoutoutradio.lgbt is the email address. Or we're also on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram yeah. and the like. I won't give all them out. There's loads of them. We could yeah. do but your um, life story. We, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't really want the listeners falling asleep. You know. You know, part one and part two. It was born, came out, got married, then. That's it. Well, that's a short one. Then we'll be playing a lot of music. <laughs> I'll ask us to do a long queer stream. <laughs> so, um, but no, seriously, because we're always we're always looking for um, people to come on the show um, and, and do things. And also, if you're interested in getting involved in radio, um, we're also looking for loads of people. And it's not just about being on air. There's loads that goes on um, behind the sheen behind the scenes behind the scenes uh, each, Absolutely. each week. Yeah. I have got somebody else later on in January. Um, um, and I thought we'd have somebody who's, who's straight. And so we've invited him on uh, just to find out how difficult it is to live being straight in, in UK society. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being all serious here. Where on earth did so, you find them? Really it was difficult. There's not many straight people that are out. <laughs> I thought it was all, like, you know, mixed and on a scale and the like these days. It's... Well, that's what we're going to find mm. out. We're, that's our next investigation how difficult it is to be straight in the UK in 2023 <laughs> I don't know whether to believe you or not uh, anyway uh, that's it for our first ever panto show I sincerely hope she's uh, like, uh, we hope you enjoyed it <laughs> if you want to hear it again just check out the podcast all good podcast services oh no we don't <laughs> oh yes we do that's our website shadowradio.lgbt uh, join us next week where the scrubber will be back with us um, along with Terry myself and Steph that's um, not as we here. kick off the new year uh, for myself and the rest of the team say happy new year everyone happy new happy year, new year.